0: Bad advice part two, turning on. I'm gonna turn it on. What are you, a faucet? No, turning on, performing. This is not what you want. Even though the majority of the world has said you have to perform to keep their attention. You have to perform to captivate them. Performance is the very thing that ensures you won't. That's what I'm talking about today on this episode. I think you're going to really like it and I don't want you to miss a minute. Welcome to Captivate the Room with your host, internationally known voice expert, Tracy Goodwin, an award-winning speaker who has taught hundreds around the globe to make a big impact with their voice. This podcast is for anyone who wants to step onto a bigger stage, make a bigger impact, and have a voice that makes people listen. Presentation matters, and the voice is the missing link. Join in, and you'll see why. Welcome to the podcast. So glad to have you with me today, as always. And I've got a great episode for you today, Bad Advice Part 2. I did a bad advice episode a couple of episodes ago. And I've actually got several episodes on bad advice that you are following, and I want you to stop. Now, bad advice, that's a little harsh. It doesn't mean from the perspective of, that's bad that people are telling you that, they're bad, don't listen to anything anybody's telling you, not from that perspective. But you know me, the data person, the research person couple of things are costing you. And they're costing you from the perspective of what I see and the data I track and the research that I do. Now, quickly, don't forget, I've got a new podcast coming out in January, The Voice Boss. If you would like me to analyze your voice on air, send me an email right now, Tracy, T-R-A-C-Y, at CaptivateTheRoom.com. December 8th, final voice experience of the year. Live, it's a live online training. I do hot seat coaching. It's really cool. Captivatetheroom.com forward slash V-E masterclass. I'm running one more round of my 12-week group coaching program. If you have wanted to do this, you want to get in on it now because it is significantly going up in investment in 2023. That's what's coming up, and I hope to see you in the voice experience especially. I'm going to teach you how to create a voice experience, which is how I go about building, maintaining, having, keeping, creating a massive six-figure referral business with very little ad spend. Today, I want to talk about bad advice part two, which is... Performing. And I was watching, uh, I'm on TikTok. I didn't think I'd ever be on TikTok. That's like, what? That's actually one of the most successful platforms I'm on. If you're on TikTok, make sure you follow me. I can't remember if I'm a, a Tracy Goodwin or Captivate the Room. I think I'm Captivate the Room. But anyway, this. This friend of mine, Neil, who I had actually hired about a year ago, he helped me write a a big, wonderful, beautiful presentation. And I happened to click into TikTok to respond to some comments and his video is the first one that came up. You know, as soon as you click in, they're playing, videos are playing. And I just fell in love with it. I had to do a duet with it. I mean, it was just great. It was, people are giving you bad advice public speaking coaches. I see voice coaches doing it. I see voice coaches doing it and giving this advice. And it was such a great video. And I thought, yep, yep, right. You're talking my language, Neil. Stop performing. I want to break this down a little bit. Performing is the same as on. All right? People that believe that they can turn it on, turn it off, turn it on, turn it off. You can't. Well, you can, but it's not the real you. And I used to teach this way many, many years ago. I'm talking, I don't know, 30 years ago, because this is what we used to do. We used to have this radio guy voice and Walter Cronkite. CBS, Evening News. It was this on thing. It was this performance thing. And so everybody did it. And it was slick and it was beautiful and it was rich and it was gorgeous and we can't connect to it. And we vehemently reject it now. It is not who the person was. It was this turning it on. I'm stepping into my beautiful voice. I love to be in my beautiful voice. So we've got a couple of things here. We've got people who think they can get on stage and turn it on. I I talked about this recently in one of the episodes. I had this run of working with people. It absolutely made me crazy. I loved working with them, but to get through to them the idea that when you get on stage, you're great. If you're not right now, there is a problem. If right now I'm hearing this, 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 and this, And you are buying into the belief that when you get on stage, those are not there, that you are amazing and wonderful and everybody loves you and everybody connects with you. Maybe they do, but you're missing an opportunity to take everything to the next level. I'm going to say something now that is probably going to be perceived as negative, and I always try to be super careful about criticizing people because they don't do it like me. I, I'm okay with that. I, I, I'm not. I'm not over here saying my way is better, from an ego perspective. I'm over here saying there's something that I've uncovered over 30 years around psychology of the voice and processing sounds in the subconscious that is different. That's all I'm saying. But here's something I've noticed. And it goes back to this cookie cutter concept. And I see actors turn public speaking coaches, turn voice coaches do it the most. They want people to perform. They're generally larger than life high vocal energy, extroverted, really know how, well, not always. They always don't always really know how to deliver a performance. And they're teaching people to do this. They're teaching people to say, do it like this. Do, no, do, do it like this. Say it like me. I see it happen. I hear about it. You've got to ramp up. You've got to be on. You've got to be on when you get on. We're going to perform. No, you, you don't want to do that. And so I want you to be really careful about who you're listening to. You don't have to listen to me. I mean, you're listening to me now, but you don't have to listen to me. But I want you to see where I'm coming from. Am I this way if you come over to my house for Thanksgiving dinner? 100%. Am I this way? If you rang my doorbell right now, 100%. Do I get tired? Yeah. Sometimes does my vocal energy drop? A little bit when I'm tired. But I'm not performing. And I think anybody that knows me, who knows my work online, will tell you the same thing. What you get, what you see is what you get. I get emails constantly about the thing I love about you the most, Tracy, is that you're consistent. Always know what I'm going to get with you. And that's because this is who I am. Now, in the early years of my career, when we were still doing this broadcast voice thing, and I had been an actor, and I'm teaching my students to be on, just turn it on, click it on. And what happens in the on is the bulletproof glass comes down. And so everything becomes fabricated. I can make it sound beautiful. I can make it sound absolutely beautiful. And I can perform really well for you. But you can't get in. Can you feel that, that you can't get in? People are seeking connection on a level we've never seen before. People are seeking authenticity on a level we've never seen before. Now, it was actually the millennials that started this. I don't know if I have listeners who are millennials, but it was the millennials that started vehemently rejecting Instagram. Instagram, everything was beautiful. All the pictures were beautiful, the beautiful people standing in front of their beautiful private jets, their beautiful lawn. And then you move the camera three inches to the left and it's an absolute disaster. In fact, I used to joke when I lived in, I don't remember where, I know what it was. I was, when I was living in Texas a couple of years ago and I would laugh, I would joke with my students and they would say, oh, I love your background or whatever it was. And I would say, yeah, if I move this camera two inches, the illusion is shattered. I mean, it was really clear about it. But what the millennials came in and said in this study is, we don't want to see that anymore. Life is not like that. I think there's even... People who post side by side pictures, like the Instagram picture and the real life picture, and like the toddlers sitting there looking all cute and smiling, hands in their lap. And then the next one, you know, they're chewing the wallpaper off the walls or something. This research then carried over into voice. And I'm not surprised because I've been teaching this for a long time. In fact, radio people. I would go to radio people and they would want to do this radio voice. I would work with radio people and they'd want to do this radio voice. And I would say, no, we're not doing that here. We aren't doing that here. And they would say, but, well, I have to. It was like there was no other choice but I would take my radio people and I would ultimately get them speaking authentically the best version of who they really are. And that's what people are seeking. Now, the connection piece, there's a no-brainer around that. It's because of the pandemic. But the authenticity piece really stemmed out of this study. We can't connect with you when you're on. We don't know who you are when you're on. We can go, wow, she's an excellent speaker. And that may very well be what was happening to some of those people that I started working with, that that run of people that would say to me, oh, people love me on stage. Maybe they do, but do they feel connected to you? Do they feel invited in? Do they feel like they know you? Or... Are they watching a performance that they can't quite grab a hold of, that they can't quite relate to, that they can't quite go, yeah, that's my person. I have to work with them. That's the difference. And it's microscopic, but it's huge. And the subconscious is always going to want you to perform, is always going to want you to believe that you can turn it on. And guess what happens when you perform? You cover up all your insecurities, and so I can't really see them. And then what happens is in my mind, I go, wow, she's really good. There's no way she could ever get where I'm at. You're losing business in your performance mode. First, because we can't connect with you, but second, because you're not real anymore. You've put yourself up there, and in our mind, in your ideal client's mind, they are thinking well, I can't ever be that good. Well, she's going to think or he's going to think I'm not any good because I can't do it like that. So it's a form of protection. It's a form of self-sabotage. It's costing you. And yet there's people everywhere saying you have to perform when we perform, I want to teach, I teach people how to perform. I see it every day and it crushes my soul because I know the frustration that that person is going to feel when they perform and they still don't have the numbers. They still don't have the sales. They still don't have the connections that they are desperately seeking. And they're thinking, well, I hired this actor who's this amazing uh, performing coach, a public speaking coach. And you miss the whole thing. Because I still don't know who you are. This is what happens when people are feeling like they need to practice. They're practicing a performance. I have to nail it over and over and over and over and over and over. I have to write the script. I have to... Memorize the script. I have to practice the script. No. Nope. That's performance. Maybe you do need to write a script. But maybe you also need to check in with what is the message? What are the points? What do I know to be true? Because you know the information. You have the ability to deliver it, but you feel like because the world taught us this that you have to put it on, that you've got to put on the script and you've got to memorize the script and you've got to recall the script because you've got to be performing or you're not going to be any good. So you have to perform. I've got It's going to be a great delivery. I'm going to perform it. I'm going to turn on and they're going to love me. And they might, but then they will walk away because they couldn't get in. And while you are delivering this beautiful performance, they're not feeling anything because it's polished and it's on and it's covering up insecurities. And that's what it's all about. I can almost be someone else When I am on, I can put my good voice on when I am performing. No, no, that's not what is going to take you to the next level. That is not what is going to get you the business that you want. That is not creating a voice experience. And the voice experience is what people are seeking They want to know who you are. They want to know that you get them. They are seeking sounds that represent what they're looking for, where they've been, where they're going, where they are. And a performance, it won't happen. There's there's another thing that I see happen sometimes in this performance concept and it's, uh, it's uh, how do I want to say this? Let me think for a second. It's almost this superiority. If I'm a great performer, then there's this egoic piece that I see happen where people think they're better. It's not about, are you better? It's, are you real? Are you relatable? Are you creating an invitation for me? Are you creating an experience for me that I want to be a part of? It's really not about you. And performance and on is about you. It is about a beautiful, perfect execution in delivery that is untouchable for your listener. So when it comes to bad advice, part two, if you are being on, if you are performing, I encourage you to stop. I encourage you to see how that is not your best version of you. It may be slick, it may be polished, but it is not the best version of you. You want to create consistency across the board. Every single time, I am working to give you the best of me because that is the experience I want you to have. And that's when I stand on a stage. It's when I have Thanksgiving dinner. It's when I'm sitting here recording this show for you. It's when I'm coaching my people. It's when I'm playing with my dog or talking to her trainers. It's always me. You're always invited in. And that's not performing. Performing is a layer that keeps you out. Remember, actors start behind a curtain. And they lift it up and let you see them for a bit. And then they put it down. Don't do that to your audience. Don't do it to your podcast audience, your live speaking audience. Don't do it to your clients. Don't do it in video or anywhere else. Who are you? I want to know you and all the shades of you. And that's, you know, and when I teach that 12-week group program that I would really love for you to be a part of, We spend weeks of that program really finding those shades and nuances of who you are. What is your voice experience? What is it that you are creating for me? So I hope you'll consider joining me. That link, I didn't give you that link. That link is captivatetheroom.com forward slash captivate program. I'm going to put all these links in the show notes. You want to be analyzed on the Voice Boss podcast, message me. Join me for the voice experience December 8th. Consider the 12-week program for the love of everything. Stop turning on and performing or feeling like you have to to be good if that's what you're doing. Stop it now, right now. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to Captivate the Room with Tracy Goodwin. You can reach out to her at CaptivateTheRoom.com and be sure to grab The Voice Formula, a free video series that will help you start making a bigger impact with your voice today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes.